The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. St. Luke's Gospel, chapter number 24. Hmm. The doctrine of tongues. This is a controversial subject, so controversial, but it doesn't have to be controversial. Hallelujah. All right, because the scripture is very clear concerning what, you know, all right, what, you know, should be believed. So I'm going to take my time to go through the scriptures and bring a lot of revelation from it and bring clarity our way. Praise God. Now, we've said several times, the Bible is a Christocentric document. It's a Christocentric document, a Christ-centered document. It's a compilation of books containing divinely inspired writings, profitable for Christian growth, development, and maturity. Now, let's look at St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 24 and verse 24, quickly. Amen. Then Luke 24 and 24. Can we read? Everybody want to go? It says what? And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even so as the woman had said, but him they saw not. Next verse. It says what? Then he said unto them, O fools. Hold on. It says, O fools and slow of heart, to believe all that the prophets have spoken. So that means every single thing that happened in the ministry of Jesus was a fulfillment of what the prophet had spoken. Hallelujah. Was a fulfillment of what? Of what the prophet had spoken. So Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection was a fulfillment of what? Of prophecy. They were not circumstantial happenings. They were a fulfillment of prophecy. He says, um, O fools and slow of art to believe all that the prophet has spoken. That also shows us something very important. It shows us the posture of the heart of the man under the old covenant. In that the, um, the man under the old covenant did not have the capacity to really see or understand all right, what the prophets had written. Why? Because it would take the spirit of God within man to know the word of God. It would take the spirit of God within men to understand, hallelujah, the message of Christ and the books of the prophets. It would take the spirit of God for a man to understand the typologies in the old covenant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, so this is very important for us to note. Now, in St. Luke's Gospel 24, 24 into 27, 26, can we go there? It says, Then he said unto them, Oh, he says, Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Okay, next verse, verse 27. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning what? Himself. The things concerning what? Himself. So we find Moses and all the prophets. If you go to verse 44 of St. Luke's Gospel 27, all right, he had Psalms. So we see the division of the Old Testament scriptures, Moses, the prophets, and Psalms. Hallelujah. In 44 of St. Luke's Gospel chapter number 24. So we see there that the Old Testament writings, glory to God, were about Jesus. The prophecies of the prophets were about Jesus. The typologies and ceremonies of the Old Testament, the law, they were about Jesus. Very important for us to see this. They were all speaking concerning him. Praise God. They were all speaking concerning him. 
Glory to God. So the phrase concerning me speaks of what he would do in his death, burial, and resurrection, all right, which were prophesied in the prophets and which were represented in the law. Amen. This tells us that every single subject matter, amen, whether it be tongues, whether it be the indwelling of the spirit, whether it be the new creation, every single subject matter can be explained. From the writings of the prophets, glory to God, and the typologies of the law. Praise God. Because the New Testament is in the Old Testament concealed. The Old Testament is in the New Testament what? Revealed. So you cannot say that when we want to teach a particular subject and we open the Old Testament, you can't say, they can't explain it as, that is Old Testament. No, you will be wrong. Praise God. You will be wrong. Why will you be wrong? You will be wrong because the exegesis in the New Testament all right, are based on the writings of the Old Testament. So you find that every single uh, teaching, every single story told in the Gospels always ref references a prophetic book. Hallelujah. You will see things like, as it was written. Glory to God. All right, you will see they will quote Isaiah, they will quote Moses, they will quote David, hallelujah, they will quote Solomon. Why? Because they are trying to tell you that the revelation of God in Christ is a continuum. Amen. The revelation of God in Christ is a continuum that started in the Old Testament in a veiled form, but it is what fulfilled in the New Testament in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me so far? I said, are you with me so far? Yes, Can I get a good or a responsive order? I said, are you with me so far? Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. So, if he says concerning me, it means that when we study, okay, the scriptures, we should look for those things in the Old Testament and the laws that points to Jesus and that explains what Jesus did for us and who we now are as a result of what he did. Because in First Peter chapter number one, turn there quickly. First Peter chapter number one and verse eight. First Peter chapter number one and verse eight. Turn in there quickly. Peter speaking, all right, of the faith in the uh, uh, in the Gentiles who were Gentiles formerly. Look what he says. He says, "Whom having not seen, ye love; in whom though now you see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and what and full of glory." Does that describe us? I said, does that describe us? Yes, We've not seen him physically, yet we love him. Now, next verse. All right, in verse 9. Now, it says, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Now, verse 10. 10, can we read one to go together? It says, of which salvation? The prophets have what? Inquired. And what? Search what? Diligently. Who prophesied of the grace that should come where? Unto you. So that means the grace you have now was prophesied by who? The prophets. Hallelujah. The grace you have now was prophesied by the prophets. The relationship we have now in Christ was prophesied by the prophets. He said, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently. Who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you? Now verse 11 says what? Searching what or what manner of time 
the spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify. When he says in them, all right, in there is a uh, Greek word, in, in, that's E-N. All right, he's not saying that the spirit of God indwelt them. He's talking about in them, in that it was in their prophecies. Glory to God. All right, in their prophecies. In them, in their prophecies, in their, in their office. Glory to God. All right, all right, which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand. Now notice, when it testified beforehand, where did it testify beforehand? In their prophecies. Correct? Uh-huh. In their prophecies, in the words that they speak. When he testified beforehand, the sufferings of Christ. Now, here's the sweet part. And the what? And the glory that should what? Follow. So, there is a glory that should follow the sufferings of Christ. So the question is this. What glory followed? What glory followed? St. John's Gospel, chapter number 7. What glory followed? Praise God. I suspect the sound stuff have been sorted. Thank you very much. Can I put our hands together for our media, guys? They, do, they try their best. Amen. All right. Now, St. John's Gospel, chapter 7, and let's just start reading from verse 37. St. John's Gospel, chapter 7 and 37. I want you to pay attention to this teaching. Now, I know it's doctrine of tongues, but, I, you know, you're wondering, pastor has not opened the... Because, <laughs> you know, I find out about people who are being church a while or ministers of the gospel. When you announce a topic, they want to know, they're they are trying to know, they want to prepare the sermon with you. <laughs> I mean, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you, want to, you want to, you know, uh, so if you go here, we go here. You know, so when we start this, where is he going with this? <laughs> All right, remember the glory that should follow. Now look at what he says in 37. Everybody read, one, two, go like a mass choir. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man test, let him come unto me and drink. Notice, if any man test, that is a condition. Right? Right? If any man tests, if is a conditional statement. Glory to God. It's a conditional statement. It means that if any man, so that means that any man is descriptive. The, the description of that any man is the man who is testing. It says, if any man tests, hallelujah, let him come unto who? Me. And what? Drink. Now, Jesus makes it clear that if that man is thirsty, all right, he must be thirsty for a particular kind of drink that only him can give. Are you following? Are you following? Which means this drink is exclusive to the Christ. Amen. Amen. And it means if it is exclusive to the Christ and the man thirsts, it means there is something in every man that is thirsty for that drink. Glory to God. All right. How do I know? Well, God put the test there. That's why if a man does not have that drink, he will never feel fulfilled. He will never feel fulfilled. He said, if any man tests, let him come unto me, not Mary, me. Hallelujah. Me, not Mary. Mary got nothing, no drink to give you. 
I love Mary, amen. No one loves Mary than me. Hallelujah. But she got no drink to give you. He says, come on to me. He didn't say, come to St. Peter, St. John. No, me. Everybody say, me. Even matters. Let him come unto me and drink. Hmm. And drink. Hallelujah. And drink. Now let's continue. We're going to define this thing now. He said, Let him come unto me and drink. Now I love the Catholic folks. I love you. I love you guys. All right. I love you so much. All right. I want to get you. I want you guys to know some of these things and you can share some of your stuff with me. I love your, you know, I love your ministry too. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe you guys are born again. We are all members of the same. Listen, for that Mary business, we need to talk about it, man. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because Mary came to him to, to drink. Amen? Mary came to drink. Because she didn't have the water. Jesus had the water. And she came to drink. Mary was one of the people that got filled with the Holy Ghost in Acts 2. You know that, right? Yeah, she talked in tongues, dancing the Holy Ghost. God, it be. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> so he said, if any man test, it's not a Pentecostal thing, it's a Christian thing, amen. If any man test, let him come unto me and drink. Come unto me and drink. Verse 38, next verse, what do you say? Now, hold on. He says, come and drink. Next, he goes to say, he that believeth. On me. He says, Come unto me and drink. Next he goes and says, He that believeth on me. He that believeth on me. He that believeth on me. All right. As the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow what? Rivers of living waters. Now, many folks have said that um, he's saying here that the scriptures, all right, is talking about out of the belly of the Christian, all right, the rivers. Of living water flows. All right, there's nothing wrong in that because yes, out of our belief, rivers of living water flows because the rivers of living water here is describing the operation of the Holy Ghost inside someone. Do you understand? All right, that is what is describing. Amen. All right, but the river of living water flows from us after we have come to Jesus, the source, and drank from Him. Are you following? Are you following? All right, well, let's continue. He said, If that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. 39, everybody read. What was he talking about when he was talking about water and belly and living water? What was he referring to? What drink is he talking about? 39. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that what? Believe on him should what? Receive. Which means drinking is believing. Oh, Shalabaye. The man that has believed on Jesus has what? Drank of him. Drank of what? Drank of the Spirit. Are you following me? But this spake of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet what? Glorified. Now, I want to show you something beautiful about the gospel. Ah, Selegaranom, say sheesh. Thank you, Lord. The Gospels, the Gospel writings. Now, many folks will tell you, all right, that when you're talking about categorizations of the books of the Bible, they will say that the Gospel writings were a sense knowledge account, right? A sense knowledge account of the life of Jesus. 
Now, we must not forget that when the Gospels were written, glory to God, all right, they were written way after Jesus died, buried, and rose from the dead. They were not written as things happened. They were written after it happened. Someone would say, um, how, uh, uh, why didn't they write it as it happened? Because if they wrote it as it happened, they would not have captured it correctly. Huh? Why? Because as it happened, they did not have the revelation they needed to have. They didn't know what the prophet said. They couldn't connect it to Jesus. Because they did not have the Spirit of God in them. It was only after the Spirit was given that their eyes were opened to now understand. Oh! So even though Jesus mentioned what the prophet said, when he was with them, they couldn't understand it. Their hearts were slow to believe. Why? It is the Spirit of God that quickens the processor. The processor speed of your spirit. Without the Holy Ghost, you will be slow of what? Heart to believe. Praise God. Praise God. So that's why you find here, all right? John tells you what happens. John tells you what Jesus said, but he puts in parentheses. Hey, hold on, no. This he speak. Hallelujah. He was talking about the spirit when he was talking about water. All right, all right. But he spoke of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive. Now, notice. It didn't say which they that believe on him may receive. He said should receive. Which means if you believe on him, the result of believing on him is that you should receive. Am I even following this? Come on, I am if you are following this. Now listen to me. The word of God is the one that dictates your experience. Your experience does not dictate to the word. Amen. This is why I do not say or describe myself according to my experience. My experience can wobble. So for example now, I don't say I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because I've not told a lie. No. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because the word calls me the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. So my definition and the description of my identity is not dependent on the ups and downs of my conduct. Who I am, my identity is founded on the rock of the word. Though my conduct may falter, the word is forever. Are you following what I'm saying? I said, are you following what I'm saying? So, he says, for this making of the spirit we did, that, that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet what? Glorified. Which means the giving of the Spirit is the proof of the glorification of Jesus. The giving of the Spirit is the proof that Jesus won. Because when you look at the prophetic language and the prophecies of the prophets, the giving of the Holy Ghost would only happen when the Son of Man is exalted at the right hand of the Father. So the moment the Spirit was given, it means Jesus has been exalted. So the proof of the resurrection of Jesus. How they, oh, yes, I hear this. Oh, glory to God. Hey! The proof of the resurrection of Jesus is not that the disciples saw him after he rose. 
Hallelujah. The proof of the ascension of Jesus is not that his disciples saw him when he, rose, he went off. No. The proof of the resurrection and the ascension and the glorification of Jesus is the giving of the Holy Ghost. They could have been seeing the vision and they, they could have been hallucinating. Hallelujah. Maybe they loved Jesus so much so they hallucinated that he was around. Someone could argue it. Oh, they were hallucinating. He didn't really rise. <laughs> Hallelujah. He didn't really rise, no. They were hallucinating. You know all these believers, now all these Christians, spirit cocoa, they always carry Jesus on their head. So they begin to say, they saw, I remember one time I told the person I saw a vision of Jesus. So the person said, remember in our Sakrati church, they taught us that there were two types of hallucination. Auditory and visual hallucination. You were, you were, you were hallucinating. You understand? So the proof of Jesus' glorification is not that they saw him go. Hallelujah. No. The proof, according to the prophetic scripture. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm saying? The proof, according, because the proof, according to the prophetic scripture, is that the spirit was given. Which means, in the prayer eyes of the Father, amen, Jesus fulfilled all the writings of the prophet and all the requirements of the law. So because the requirements of the law have been fulfilled, because the prophecies of the prophets have been fulfilled, the Holy Ghost was given. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm saying? The Holy Ghost was given. The giving of the Spirit is the proof of the glorification of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Are you with me so far? Uh-huh. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey. Now, listen. The Holy Ghost was not yet given while Jesus was alive. The Holy Ghost was not yet given when Jesus was in the grave. Amen. But when Jesus rose from the dead, ascended, and sat at the right hand of the Father, the Holy Ghost was given. Because Jesus had been what? Glorified. Now, how does this relate? Now, let us continue deeper in that line. The giving of the Spirit is started the glorification of Jesus. So when Jesus cried this, at this feast, People couldn't drink of the spirit because it was not yet given. His body had not yet been broken. Because the death of Jesus is the breaking of his body. Hallelujah. And it is when his body is broken that his spirit can be given. Glory to God. Amen. So Jesus had to die. Glory to God. Amen. So that we might come alive in him via the indwelling of the spirit. In Joel chapter 2, verse 25. He now, Joel, sees prophetically. Into that period when the man, men and women would be in the age of the glory of the glorified Jesus, where the spirit would have been given. Now look at what he said based on what he saw when he looked. Joel 2:25. You will now see the folly of saying that a man can be a believer and not flow in spiritual gifts. Or uh, things like saying, saying things like saying that um, you can have the gifts but not the fruits. You know things. I have mean, people say that. I will address that. You know, you understand? You can have the gifts of the spirit, but you don't know the fruit of the spirit. I know what they are trying to say. What they are trying to say is charismatic people that don't have do not display character. But there is a biblically correct way to say it. You understand? We do not destroy the image of God in a person because of his wrongs. 
is why when Paul was speaking to a very immoral Corinthian church, he was correcting them as the temples of the living God. When I read that, and I'm always wondering, Paul, temples of living God? Really? He says, know ye not. Fornicator, so. He says, know ye not. This guy had his father's wife. He says, know ye not that you are the temples of the living God. What, what does that show me? That shows me that when a believer begins to act in a way that is not consistent with the image of God in him, he has forgotten who he is. So the teaching ministry has to bring him back to the consciousness of who he is. Amen. So, when you see a believer live in a way that is not consistent with the word, when you rebuke him, what is the purpose of the rebuke? The purpose of the rebuke is not to shame him. The purpose of the rebuke is to drive him back into the consciousness of who he is. So, rebuke is to bring him back. You are rebuking him so that he comes back into focus of who he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I remember watching this stuff about alcoholics. I've never seen this of Alcoholic Anonymous. You come down here, I, hey, hi, I am an alcoholic. Wonderful. Now, for the natural man, I get that. What you're trying to say is acknowledge there's a problem. I am an alcoholic. So you hear people say, hi, guys, I'm a sex addict. I'm addicted to sex. That's my identity. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. That's who I am. Well, you see, there's nothing, I get that, what they're trying to do. But you see, as, as the church, we need to do it the right way in that we are saying, hey, Mr. Man addicted to sex, this is not your identity. This is your identity. Your identity is that in Christ you've been liberated. Your identity is that in Christ you are dead to this thing. Hallelujah. So if you keep on looking at the perfect law for free men, Amen. And you don't take your eyes off what you're seeing. You will become what you see. Praise God. Hallelujah. Bible says, we are with unveiled faces. Beholding us in a glass, the what? Glory. So how do we contemplate? How do we look? By meditating. Hallelujah. By meditating. By being shown who we are. We, you don't change Christians. You don't bring transformation to Christians by concentrating on who they are not. Metamorphosis, by definition, when you're talking about transformation according to the Bible, all right, involves you putting who that man is before him because he's changing into what he sees. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because he forgets often. In this world, it is very possible for you to forget quickly and often. So we have to put the consciousness in front of you. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You have the Holy Ghost in you. So the Catholic who believes in the dead, burial, and resurrection of Jesus has the Holy Ghost. He has drank of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. By one Spirit, where we are what? Baptized into one body and have been made to what? Drink. When did you drink? When you believed. Hey, <laughs> look at it. For by one spirit are we are baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be born or free, and have been all, been all made, eh? made to what? Drink into one spirit. 
So the man who has believed in Jesus, what has he done? He has drunk the Spirit. Yes, Tell with me, I believed in Jesus. I have drunk the Spirit. Amen. We drink of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Alright? So it's from outside in once. Glory to God. Once for all. That once we drank, the Holy Ghost comes into us full. So what is now the infilling of the Spirit? We will talk about that as we go on. The infilling of the Spirit is not that one, the first drinking. No. The infilling of the Spirit is increasing in the influence of the Spirit. It is taking the Spirit within you and placing Him upon you. Hey, do you understand? So when you are overwhelmed, when you are speaking in tongues and you are overwhelmed with the presence of God, what is going on? It is the presence of God that is on your inside. Hallelujah. That is being pumped out of your spirits. It's not engulfing your soul. It's not submerging your body. So you now begin to say, I see the presence of God. The presence didn't come from outside. It came from inside. You are the temple. It means you house the presence. Hallelujah. You house the presence. You are the address of the presence. If we are looking for presence, we should come to you. Because the presence is inside you. Oh, hallelujah. Think about that madman at Gadara. His spirit was able to hold 2,000 devils. 2,000. You must understand the capacity of man. The capacity of man is enormous. It's gigantic. Man. There is no being like man in the whole universe. Man. That's why devils want to possess him. Because devils know there is no, there is no, there is no being that can give us expression like man. Man. 2,000 devils could occupy one man. And the man did not die. So understand what was going on. When those devils entered pigs, the pigs destroyed themselves. Why? Because the pigs didn't have the capacity to hold what man could hold. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says God has set eternity in our hearts. It means within you, when your body is what is deceiving you. Your body, if you can, as a believer, if you can get to the point where you are more spirit conscious than body conscious, you will win and reign. In this life, you will win and reign. Thing usually is as a result of being body conscious, being physical conscious. You walk in the spirit when you become more Christ conscious, God inside you conscious. All those envy, jealousy, works of the flesh, all right, occurs in men and women who are conscious of themselves more a lot. Self centered as me, 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 me. That's consciousness of you. Praise God. Well, let's continue. Let's just go on because I want to try and make sure. Ah, thank you, Lord. Are you getting blessed? I said, are you getting blessed? Sure. All right. Now, the giving of the Spirit was prophesied long before in Joel 2, 25 and 28. Now, let me show you something powerful in Joel 2, 25 28. Hallelujah. It says, and I will report to you the years that the locusts had eaten the canker and the caterpillar and the palm one, my great acme which I sent among you. Very interesting. 26. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that had dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. Now 27. Everybody read one, two, go. What does it say? 
Uh huh. And I'm the Lord your God, and none else. And my people shall never be what? Yeah. All right. You know. Are you guys seeing where the, there shall be no con? There, um, there is no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. You see where it's coming from? All right. No shame. All right. A shame there is a just system. Don't let's, don't let's dwell on that. Twenty-eight. And it shall come to pass what? Afterward. Let me say afterward. I will pour out my spirit upon what? All flesh. Now notice. He says, I will pour out my spirit. He didn't say, I will send down my spirit, or I will pour down my spirit. He says, I will pour out. He didn't say, I will pour down. He didn't say, I will send down. He said, I will pour out. Praise God. Now, when we study in Acts of Apostles, how do people receive the spirit? Remember, receiving the spirit is being born again. He's being born again, right? Good. So, how do people receive the Spirit? Did God come and give it to them directly? No. Men went about preaching the gospel. And everyone that believed drank into Jesus. Right? Drank of the Spirit. So that means, what God is saying here when he says, I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh, is that you are the vessel, glory to God. God will pour out the Spirit, hallelujah, he has given to you, to every single one in the world. Praise God. It's not pour down or send down. It's pour out. Pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And now notice something beautiful. God's vision is all flesh. Everybody say all flesh. Everybody say all flesh. Louder all flesh. Louder all flesh. So that means the Muslims. Amen. I actually believe that God has some secrets. Sons and daughters in Muslim communities. That don't show that they are, you understand, because of the what's, you know, they are there. Praise God. They are there. I was seeing one Imam one time talking about Jesus in the Quran. And Jesus, I was like, wow. He was doing Christocentric, it was Christocentric message from Quran. And like, this is beautiful. Praise God. And he was saying it, saying it, saying ah! like, hey, hey, wow. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Praise God. Look at you. Look at you. Christo said, Chicky Mom. Hallelujah. In heaven, they will be shocked. Heaven will not be as you think, oh. It will be like you think. You know, God does not send your religious, you understand? You will see some people that you thought were not, you understand? You did in heaven. Ah, you too, you are here. Ah, you do, I believe in Jesus, oh. You, praise God. You will see some popular people that Muslims. Oh, I believe in Jesus, but you know, because of you know, I'm, I'm saved. I'm born again. You, you be shocked. I've met some secret Christians like that. Amen. They are secret temples of the living God. <laughs> you understand? Glory to God. Temples of the living God in the secret service. You understand? What I'm saying? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Their regret will be they were not bolder. That will be their regret. Amen. But if a man believes, he believes. He says, now, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He says, and your sons and your daughters shall what? Ah. Your sons and your daughters shall what? Everybody say utterance. Everybody say utterance. Everybody say utterance. So the first thing mentioned is what? Utterance. Next thing he says, your old men shall what? Dream dreams. And your young men shall what? See visions. Eh? So you now have dreams and visions, then you have prophecy. So, 
What you are having here is sights and sound of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Sights and sounds of the Spirit. It means these guys would have been quickened to the realm of the Spirit. So because they have been quickened to the realm of the Spirit, they can see and they can hear in that realm. There you are. That's who we are. Hey! That's who we are. We make sounds that come from the Holy Ghost. We see in the Holy Ghost. Why? We drank of Jesus. We drank of Jesus. We drank of Jesus. Hallelujah. We drank of Jesus. Say, I have drunk of Jesus. I am drunk with Jesus. Lord, I have drunk with Jesus. Amen. Now, how was this prophecy fulfilled? Acts 2. We're going to keep the time by 8 to be out of here. Amen. Praise God. Amen. All right. During the weekend, we'll be having Reverend Biody. Praise God. And we'll be having Reverend Tokes. Amen. Now, I can assure you, Reverend Biody, Holy Ghost meeting will happen. That one I know. All right. Because Reverend Biody cannot. I mean, they are even having Holy Ghost meeting at church. So it is spillover. I know him. All right. It is spillover. He can just be preaching and also go. <laughs> Praise God. All right, Tokes. We're going to give you time on Sunday so I can just flow. Praise God. You know, he's any father, I think the spite was moved or something like that. So that means, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm Amen. So go and catch a movie or something. All right. Acts 2 and verse 1. This eye was fulfilled. Now notice. What were the things Joel saw the men in Christ doing? Prophesying, seeing visions, and what? Seeing dreams. All right? Right? So that means sights and what? Sounds. Sight and what? And you know, many of you have read Acts 2, and you have wondered, there was tongues. Well, which, where were divisions? How many of you have wondered about that? Let me see your hand. Let me see. You, you wonder about divisions. Where's divisions there? Let's read it. He says, and when the day of Pentecost was what? Fully come. They were all in one accord in one place. Everybody say, all in one accord. All in one accord. In one place. Now, I want you to notice something very important. All were present. Which means the Holy Ghost, or when we're talking in Christ, nobody's excluded. All are what? Included. Say this with me. None is excluded. All are included. Now, he says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Now, verse 2, everywhere read, one to go, it says what? And suddenly, there came what? A sound from heaven. Oh, as of a rushing what? Mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were what? Hold on! What did he say? Did he say a wind filled where they were sitting? Did he say a wind filled where they were sitting? What did he say? He says there came a sound. There came what? A sound from where? Okay, hold on. When he said heaven, what did he mean? Did he mean that when they were in the upper room, amen, all right, they heard the sound and, you know, the roof blew open and they saw the sound and everyone, no, 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 no. Heaven there, when you see heaven in scriptures, most of the time, it's talking about the spiritual realm. 
All right? Because even the uh, Puranos is talking about the realm away from the physical. That's why when he says we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. All right? He's not saying that we are sitting in the clouds. Praise God. No. He's saying that we are sitting where? With Christ in the kingdom of God. In the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. So he says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven. As of a, as of a. He didn't say a rushing mighty wind came. He said the sound came as of a. What kind of figure of speech is that? What kind of figure of speech is that? What? It's a simile, right? Praise God. As of a. So it is not saying a rushing mighty wind came. He's saying the sound that came was the sound of a. So they heard like a, 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 the sound they heard was like a mighty wind. And that sound that was a mighty wind filled the whole house where they were sitting. Now notice something. If it was a sound as of a mighty wind, it means when they were in that room, there was no wind or hurricane rolling in the place. You understand that? What was happening was they were alive to the realm of the spirit and began to what? Perceive of the sounds of the Holy Ghost. The sounds in the realm of the spirit. So this right here is a re the revelation gift at work. Are you following in that, they were able to hear into the spirit realm. You will still see where they saw into the spirit realm. Next verse. All right. And there what? There what? There what? Appeared unto them, global what? Tongues. Notice again. Like as of fire. So what are they saying? He's saying, what appeared were cloven tongues, but he looked to us like fire. So fire, like a of fire, is simile too. A figurative expression. So what they are using is that they used natural emblems to describe to us what they saw in the spirit realm. Praise God. So what they were seeing here was a what? Was a what? Was a what? Was a what? It was a vision. And everybody saw it. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine meetings where everybody sees vision. And everybody sees the same vision. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I mean, we're going to, this year we'll see that in Jesus' name. Everybody's eyes open. Remember Elijah, no, Elisha, and Gehazi. What did Elijah say? He said, Lord, open his eyes. And they both saw the chariot of fire. So that means it is possible, all right, for everybody present in a place to see into the realm of the spirit once their eyes are what? Open. Praise God. Praise God. So it says, like as of fire. And he says, and he sat upon what? Each of them. So they all saw the thing sit on each of them. Now what is he telling us? He's telling us this, that when it comes to the distributions of the Holy Ghost, the Lord does not leave anybody out. There is a commonality. Alright? A predictability. Alright? So what happens to the man who receives Jesus? You receive Jesus, then this has happened to you. This has happened to you. Hallelujah. That's why it is if any man is in Christ. Hallelujah. So that means, all right, if the man is in Christ, 
What has happened is predictable. Glory to God. If the man is in, glory to God, hallelujah. If the man is in, we can tell the man who he is. Amen. Hallelujah. I said if the man is in, we can tell the man who he is. He is in. Ah, he has received the spirit. He is in. Ah, he's the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He is in. Ah, he's the son of God. He is in. Ah, he has eternal life. He is in. Wow, he's got the life of God. He's got the light of God. He's got the love of God. Praise God. I said, praise God. Hallelujah. I said, praise God. Hallelujah. So they appeared unto them, glowing tongues, black as of fire, and he sat upon each of them. So this is in the realm of, of the spirit, spiritual vision. But the result he now says in verse 4, everybody read, and they were all. Everybody say all. all. Everybody say all. all. All filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with what? Other tongues as the Spirit gave them what? So you now have utterance, hallelujah, sound and sight in the Holy Ghost. This is what happened after the glorification of Jesus. So once the Spirit was given, all right, it proved to us that Jesus had been glorified. The glorification of Jesus now meant that men were now awakened to the realm of the Spirit. Awakened to the Holy Ghost. They have drunk of the water of life. They have drunk of the rivers of living water. They have received the Spirit. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I have received the Holy Ghost. I, have received the Holy I want you to say louder. I have received the Holy Ghost. I have the Holy louder. I have received the Holy Ghost. I have received the Holy Ghost. Know that if you receive the Holy Ghost, you will show it. There will be a sign. This sign shall follow them that believe. Have you seen that? When he says, this sign shall follow them that believe, they shall cast out devils. Casting out devils is actually a proof of the glorification of Jesus. Because Jesus cast out devils by the finger of God. The finger of God is the spirit of God. So if a man is casting out devils, it means that he has, what? Received the Holy Ghost. And you receive the Holy Ghost after Jesus has been glorified. So every single time we cast out devils, hallelujah, it is a celebration of the glorification of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. When we cast out, in fact, when you say in the name of Jesus, what are you saying? When you say in the name of Jesus, all right, what you are saying in the name of the glorified Jesus, in the name of the what resurrected Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Jesus that is at the right hand of the Father. Ayah, do you know what that means? That Jesus who is at the right hand of the Father, God has given all authority to him. Hallelujah. God has given all power to him. All angels are under his feet. So when you say in the name of Jesus, all of the resources of heaven are at your beck and call. Hallelujah. It's not a J-S-U-S. That's why if I say Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua, whatever you, whatever it is, Christos, Jesus, whatever it is, whatever your slant. So far, I am referring to that man who died, who was buried, who rose again, and who is seated, not standing, seated at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. That devil is going to go. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. He said, Pastor, one of those who call the name of Jesus and the devils don't go. Find out if they understand what I'm saying. 
Praise God. Find out. How many of you play PS4 here? I have not played in a while. But I know Dami plays. And I think Fidel plays too. I'm not sure about Bundy. All right. But I know a few of us play. Now, you know there are certain buttons and certain moves on PS4, right? If you press something, something will happen. So I know that I never knew how to do it. And if you press the, 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 the keypad, some way you can curve the ball. All right, when you're at the bend, you can just bend the ball. I remember I played with one guy that gave me seven nil. All right, and he gave me seven nil, and uh, that was a long time ago. I mean, I thought I was good at PS, you know, but I'd not played for a while. So I went to this barbing shop and barber shop, and I had a haircut. So I said, let me just, you know, let me just play and show these small boys. You got a small kid. All right, that was where it was very, very terrible. You know, you know there's some small kids that they do nothing but play game. All right. So I said, I want to just play with this guy. I thought it was a joke. All right, I thought it was a joke, and we started playing. Dear Lord Jesus, the thing was 30 minutes, and I was six nil down. And you know, when you are six nil down, and you are, you, are, you are old, a bit older than the person you are playing, you have to learn how to, you know, respectfully excuse yourself. So I just said, I've not played very well. Looks like I'm tired. You know, if I, if I was really, I would have showed you. Don't worry. <laughs> and I walked out of there, and as I left, I said, Dear Lord Jesus. Wow, I would never do that again. <laughs> How can I come and preach to this guy and you say, ah, Rodana, wow. No, no, no. But listen, now if you press a button and it doesn't go as it should go, you will think something is wrong with the button. Is that correct? Yeah. You understand? Why? Because I'm supposed to. Are you following? When you come against a devil, in the name of Jesus, imagine if a madman was running towards you. That's yeah. The madman is running towards you. You get some Christians. I've, I've, I've seen this. I've seen that happen. They will see, and they're all, hey, everyone. They watch a lot of Ayama Tanga movies. Glory to God. You know, I watch all those drama. I've seen a lot of drama. They say they, 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 they're trying to mimic the seven sons of Skiva. I am not seven sons of Skiva. I'm in Christ. I have the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So songs of skiver? No, he said seven songs of one skiver. That's what he said. One skiver who 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 bought it upon themselves to exercise. The, I'm not that guy. No, I didn't think it upon myself. No, I was given the name. I was given the name. Hallelujah. I was, what are you talking about? I was given the name. I'm born of God. Hallelujah. I was given the name. When Jesus sat at the right hand of the Father, I sat in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The guys, the one possessed running towards me, I run towards him. Glory to God. I've done it before. Done it several times, in fact. Run towards him. Praise God. Praise God. As he is, so am I. In this world. All right, let's just wrap this up quickly. Are you getting blessed? Yes, I can't hear you. I said, are you getting blessed? Yes, sir. Eyes been enlightened. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. You've been given a name. Jesus has risen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said, glory to God. Hallelujah. I said, glory to God. Hallelujah. So the sound and sight of the Spirit. You see it in Acts 2. Sound and sight of the Holy Ghost. In Acts 2. Then you now find in Mark 16, 17, Jesus tells us, These signs shall follow those that believe. Now look at what he says to follow them. He said, They shall what? Cast out them. Then he says, What? They shall what? Speak in tongues. Notice Jesus said, They shall speak in tongues. 
Why would they speak in tongues? Because they drank of the Spirit. So, there is no believer that cannot speak in tongues. There are believers that don't speak in tongues. There's a difference. Praise the Lord. Are you with me so far? I said there is no believer that can't speak in tongues. Can't means he does not have the capacity. He don't. Every believer has the capacity. Why? Because every believer has what? The Spirit. Praise God. Praise God. I said praise God. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I have the Spirit. I can talk in tongues. I have the Spirit. I can see in the Holy Ghost. I have the Spirit. I can hear in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is my access. 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 Hallelujah. I can see. I can hear. I can see, I can hear. I can talk in the Holy Ghost. I can see, I can hear. I can see, I can hear. If there is something to be seen, my eyes will see it. If there is something to be heard, my ears will hear it. I am born of the Holy Ghost. I have the Holy Ghost. I have the Holy Ghost. Give the Lord a big shout. Praise God. Hallelujah. And when he says these signs shall follow them that believe. That word sign there is the Greek semion. Now, semion, another word for semion is an omen. An omen. Now, if you understand them of oriental times, you will find out that when, I mean, I've heard, I think some of you must have watched some of this, um, uh, uh, I think I watched one series, although I didn't finish the series, go off time. Uh, uh, can I remember now? The Vikings. Remember the Vikings? Alright, so I remember there was one episode where there was a blood moon. Praise God. There was like a blood moon. And when that blood moon appeared, they were like, oh, it's an omen that the gods are angry. So the sign was indicative of something. Praise God. Now, when he says these signs shall follow them that believe, he's telling you how to identify believers. Praise God. How you identify believers. Now, let me give you an example. Look at the fruits of the Spirit. You know the fruit of the Spirit can be mimicked. Ah, <laughs> the fruit of the spirit can be mimicked, right? For example, you could find someone not born again who is gentle, right? You can have someone not born again who is patient. You can have someone you understand who seems patient. Praise God! So you be hearing all those monks, all oh, the monks. Oh no, there are some. There are some. There are some unbelievers that behave better than believers. I heard that that stuff. I have heard that stuff, right? So that means you can have the form of godliness without having the power thereof. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? So Jesus said, this sign shall follow them that believe. Now it's important. The fruit of spirit is important. Character and all that's very important. But you see, the person, the person, all right, causing the character is the Holy Ghost. Is the reborn man. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, the reason why you must not use people's character to determine their identity is because character and behavior can be faked. It can be faked. There are a lot of people in churches who are acting. 
This is how they behave in that church. So they will behave. But there is no true transformation in their hearts. Hallelujah. But you see, the man in Christ, his character stems from who he is. Glory to God. So he is gentle, all right, because he is gentleness. He has, he works in self-control because he is self-control. He is who the spirit is. He that is joined to the Lord is what? One spirit. The believer works in love because he is love. He is born of love. So you are instructed to walk in what you are born of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the instruction to walk in is because you have been born of the thing. So all of the fruit of the Spirit is descriptive of the man born again. It's descriptive of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So you walk in it because you are born of Him. Amen. Amen. So when He tells you, this sign shall follow them that believe. He's saying, this is how you identify the believing one. That when you meet a man that has received me, this is what you find out. He will cast out devils. Hallelujah. There is something about him that will expel devils. When you meet a man that has believed on me, he will speak in tongues. There is something about him that has utterance. When you meet a man that is born again and has believed on me, all right, if he drinks any deadly thing, it shall not what harm him. Why? He has received something. He has become something. Praise God. Look at what's going on with COVID-19. What should be our reaction be? What should be our confessions be? What should our mindset be? It should be no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. I have the life of God in my blood. You wear your mask? Yes, but this is your confession. Like I said, glory to God. We are kept from the virus. We are protected for it by the life of God. But if by any chance that virus enters our blood, we will kill it. For some reason, whatever they do, the test at this point, we will kill it. The virus will test positive of us. The Bible said, if we through the spirit mortify the deeds of the body, the transactions of the body, we shall live. So that means our hope is in the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the electricity, the divine power, hallelujah, modulating our body, keeping us above the nonsense in this realm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Put your hands in front of you and say, I got the life of God in me. I got the life of God in me. I got the life of God in me. The more you confess it, the more you're conscious of it. Amen? Amen. When you're talking of some things, you don't sound afraid. <laughs> you don't sound afraid. You say, why don't you sound afraid? I'm born of a different stock. Yes, Hallelujah. I'm born of a different stock. I remember, listen, some two weeks or three weeks ago, I, I noticed symptoms of fever in my body. Right? I was coughing, I was sneezing. Then the devil said, you got COVID. <laughs> you know what? It was the service after I said, all right, if we test positive of it, it will test positive of us. I was just like, whoa, Clara! They will say, hey, don't worry, I'll show you. The, the symptoms came, and the body was hurt. 
Hallelujah. So I was now crouched on the couch. The life of God is in me. Hallelujah. No weapon. <coughs> Passion against me shall prosper. Reikoto, I was talking in tongues. Amen. Amen. What I was doing? Remember, oh, like Isabiah. Remember that man that was at the pool. Amen. You know, I could go on like this. Thank you for the time. Thank God. Hallelujah. All right. Remember that man that was at the pool who was waiting for what? The stirring of the water. He says, when the angel comes and stirs the water, the first person to enter will be healed. Glory to God. What did the Bible say you received? What is the metaphor? Living waters, correct? Listen, there are times when you need to learn to stay. The Bible says, stay up the gift of God, which is in you. Stay it enough. Stop acting as you've got nothing. No, you have something. Hallelujah. Stay it up. Amen. Stay it up. Stay it up. Hallelujah. We stay it up by speaking. We stay it up by taking steps of faith. Hallelujah. 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 I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Maybe I'll just try and wrap it up here. And we'll continue tomorrow. Show you how to stay it up, how to how to see, how to see. Many of us are, you know, the Bible says, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Praise God. Now listen to me. That construction, out of his belly shall flow. The flow is continuous. It is a continuous flowing. Hallelujah. It is not out of his belly shall flow. No. It's not one of the past tense. No. It says out of his belly shall what? Flow. So the flow is a steady, continuous flow. So that means this rivers of living water continually flow. Inside you, there is a continuous, persistent throbbing power of God is just walking, walking. It does not need any external aid or support. So there is no supply from outside in. Inside you is a divine power generator. Hallelujah. 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 When you speak in tongues, you don't generate the power. No. The power is generated already. It's in your spirit. It's an endless energy source that never reduces, hallelujah, never increases. What increases and may reduce is your manifestation of it. How much of it you bring out of you into the realm of the physical. That is what is high or low. But in you, it is there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Tell me, the spirit of the Lord rests upon me. Hallelujah. Rest upon me. He has made me his domicile. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is just an introduction. We will enter tongues tomorrow. Then we will enter the sights and sounds, visions and all of that. Amen. Then towards the end of the week, we'll have impartation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know something? Do you know why it is important to teach well before impartation on laying on the hands and stuff like that? It is so that the people, after having been taught, 
they will now know how to receive. Praise God. Because I found out that when you impart or demonstrate, you know, without having taught people sustained, you find that, yes, people receive, but you see their productivity would not be as much. Okay, I'll give you an example. I mean, if you remember that um, Pastor Santel did that conference we had. Right, Pastor Dave, you're telling me that the next day a death there was stopped, right, in Ijigo. All right, so after we finished, all right, we taught and all, I laid down some folks, all right, they had a service in Ijigo. And the guy who, who's, who was deaf, he won here, right here, right? Both here. He popped open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Popped open. Glory to God. What I'm talking about. The things of the supernatural, they are not guesses. So, just ask, if I want to go somewhere, and there is a door here, I can go and, you know, praise God, open the door, and, you know, I remember I went to a hotel, I think it was a five-star hotel, and I got in there, I've not been in that kind of room before, but, you know, these rooms where it's touch, this thing, so, we touch, you determine whether it's cold water or hot water, something like that. And I remember when I, I wanted to use the toilet, so I didn't know because the, you know, the button to press, but it was not there. So I'm like, how are we going to flush this thing? I even like that. How are we going to flush this? Because I don't know what I'm going to do, man. But the moment I knew, because I had to call you, I, guys, I called. Ah, yes, no. When you enter bathroom and the water wasn't coming out, I was like, I said, I called the thing. What's going on here? The, 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 uh, the faucet is bad. I can't believe it. How can I spend so much money? And <laughs> they now sent one guy. Oh, God, ah, don't. No, babe, this is how to <laughs> make it work. Hey! He said, wow. You understand? Knowledge. Now, listen, just as in the physical realm, you can touch something and something will happen. You can do something and something will happen. It's like that in the realm of the spirit. Let me end with this. Remember Moses. How many of you remember Moses? How many of you remember Moses? I'm not saying Moses in your class now. Moses of the Bible. Now, remember Moses. If you remember the story of Moses, you will find him, because I want you to see something powerful. Because you see, the realm of the spirit responds to knowledge. Remember the case of Moses. The Bible lets us know when he, was, he had that encounter with the angel in the wilderness, all right, and God gave him a sign, all right? He tells him, what is in your hand, a rod? What did he tell him? He said, drop it, right? He drops the rod, it becomes what? A snake, correct? Correct, all right. Then the Lord now tells him. Now you see, the Lord is telling him. The Lord is not doing it for him. Right? The Lord is telling him, drop it. Praise God. Then he now tells him, take it by the what? By the tail. Why did he say take it by the head? So that means there was instruction. Take it by what? The tail. And he takes it by the tail and it becomes what? The rod of, you know, a rod. Now, that rod now moved from the rod of Moses to the rod of God. Now, notice. Every single time Moses did that miracle in front of Pharaoh, God did not tell him anything. Moses now knew. Are you following what I'm saying? Moses now knew how to make the rod his snake. He knew how. If you are in a supernatural ministry, you will know, all right? For example, when you are laying hands, there are times when I'm laying hands on someone, I'm resting silently. 
Because the power didn't flow that much. Praise God. If you have been doing it for a while, you will know how to raise the thing. Amen. You will know. You will know how. It comes with, you know, experience. Hallelujah. You will know. So, for example, someone is standing in front of you. You will know how to, you will know how to switch. Praise God. So, for example, you find sometimes some ministers, they will be ministering. Then, all right, so they will not start singing song. I mean, Pastor Darius say, Pastor, every time you just come and be singing song. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why I do. Because I said the time, because I'm looking at the time. So, when we she asked, how much time do you need? I said, one hour, 15 minutes. He said, plus or minus the singing. <laughs> That's my daughter, so she, she asked all those questions. I would not say everything combined. Now, listen. Why do I sing? Why is it that many times when I want to have, want to minister, I would sing? It's not that I cannot minister without singing. You see me come to and just minister and things happen. But why do I minister singing? Why? Because singing does two things. Praise God. It uh, opens me up. Praise God. To minister, then it makes you receptive to receive. Praise the Lord. That's why if you notice, one of the, most of the greatest healing evangelists and all always have worship ministers that they work with. Pastor Chris has Sinach. Praise God. Why? Because as they sing, their vision of Jesus is stronger and stronger. And as their focus is on Jesus, they are more receptive. And as they are receptive, the power of God is easily ministered. And they can receive easily. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So you will learn from experience how it works. Amen. Remember Jesus. How many of you remember Jesus? He laid hands on the guy to see. When he laid hands on him, what happened? He said, I see men as true. That means the healing was not, you understand? I want to know that there are times when Jesus laid hands on people, they didn't get healed immediately. Praise God. But Jesus knew from experience. So he laid hands on him again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He laid hands on him what? Again. Peter at the gate, beautiful. He gets to the guy who was lame. All right? He says, Silver and gold have I not. Such as I have given I have thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. The guy didn't get up. Jesus, then Peter now took him by the ears and dragged him up. Experience. I mean, this goes out to be like that too. You see a person that had tumor in the stomach and he punched the stomach. Hallelujah. And as he pointed the book, he would, <gasps> Hallelujah. So some businesses that they'll be rough on the person. But I don't like them. I like the gentle part. I like the Benin part. No, no, Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris said, Oh, precious. I like that one. <laughs> precious Jesus. Thanks a million. Oh, that's the power of the Holy Ghost. I like that one. That's my lineage. Hallelujah. <laughs> I thank God for the rest, but that's my finish. Praise the Lord. I remember one dude came to our service, all right, and we're having a Holy Ghost meeting. So that guy in his mind was like, ah, all these people, you'll be pushing people. So he came with the mindset that we pushed people. Hallelujah. So when it was time for me to lay hands on, the Lord said, don't lay your full hand on him. Just point your finger. All right, at his forehead. So I pointed my finger at his forehead, and he went under the power. And for someone, I said, pick him up again. <laughs> and did the same thing. The guy went under the power. After the service, he said, man of God. 
He said, ah, you are really powerful. <laughs> he said, I have never fallen down in my life. Never. I had promised that we never fall down. But when you stretch your finger, he said, I don't know what happened. I lost consciousness. So, you know, the guy, when he went down, he lost consciousness. Then you get up. You know where you are there, you say a lot of this. So he was not being blessed like, oh, thank you. No, he was like, ah, what's going on? <laughs> I fell. <laughs> so again, the next service for the purpose of falling again. <laughs> All right, well, we're not taught in the world. <laughs> so it's experience. If you can catch it in the teaching, you will catch the spirit. Hallelujah. Because instructions, hallelujah, causes the move of God to last a generation. Let me say that again. Instructions causes the move of God to last a generation. It is why we know how to have Holy Ghost meeting, Kenehagin style. Why? The instructions, the teachings, the move and the demonstration of the Spirit. All right? And like, you know, it's like uh, when you put gasoline on the floor and you light a match, it will burn. Woo! Then it will die. But when you put wood, amen, and you put small, well, then you light a match. The fire will burn in a sustained way. Steady. Why? There is wood. So the fire is burning on wood. Listen, it is very important that the fire of God is burning on instruction in your spirit. Burning on instruction in your mind. That is how you will have a steady, continuous spiritual growth. Many people come for the show. Many people come for the demonstration. They want to but no instruction. So you now find that they keep seeking the demonstration. Hallelujah. Because without instruction, you will not know how to reproduce it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Without instruction, you will not know how to reproduce. Hallelujah. So you are both to be imparted for, activated for the supernatural and instructed in it. You are both to be imparted for it and instructed where? Glory to God. All right. Let's rise up on our feet. Go to close. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.